0: Hold on your wigs and keys, as Jason would say. I was listening to, uh, the best of, uh, when I was coming in with Jason and how Alexis Thompson was winding up like in Disney World and didn't talk to jason about i'm like case that's jason's second home you want to know about disney world i mean that man can you know probably get you into places that you never even knew existed so i just can't i can't believe that she did not confer with a jason about that that is just it's, it's just so funny okay what is something you always leave behind at the beach sand close your footprints oh okay Okay, right. you leave your footprints. That is true. There you go. You huh? do. Okay, sounds like E wiener. Now that's yes. it. Like, what we were talking earlier, you know about, uh, you know, if you're going to go adopt a second hand dog, it, and I, I applaud everybody that does that because that's all I get myself. You know, I am a foster. Remember, a winner. We're no longer saying foster failures anymore, folks. If you'd wind up fostering and you keep the dog, you are a foster winner. The dog wins and you win, all right? All right. So, but the thing is, is that a lot of people want that shy dog. Oh, geez, that dog needs a friend. They want that shy dog because they don't want the dog that's jumpy, mouthy, and blah, blah, blah. But usually that's the dog that is lacking confidence hugely. And that's a personality, the way they were born. So that's why unless you know how to work, and those, uh, the, the shy dogs are not a dog for a busy family, okay? That will unnerve that personality of dog. So you have got to match up your personality and I'm also talking to rescue workers. You know, you have a dog, you have to make sure that that family, you know, at that rescue, you know, oh yeah, I know the shy dog is this right. No. Do you, how many how, what age of kids do you have because when kids get, they have friends and their friends come in and unnerves that, you know, that shy dog. So that's why on, shy dogs should only go to people that know how to handle uh, how to work with them and bring that confidence out and it's not a busy family. That's, you know, it's got kids coming and going and and coming coming. coming and going and and just busyness that uh, that does not instill uh, confidence in in a dog you know confidence has to be built through training and and slowly working it out and showing the dog that the world is a great place to be in all right okay let's go to the phone lines
1: okay we have Jody on the line and Jody has a question about when she should expect her pup to start lifting his leg to go
0: potty all righty hey Jody how you doing Hi Katie, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for holding on. What kind of pupper do you got? Um, he's fourteen months old and he's a
2: Vishwa. I've talked to you about him before. Oh, okay. And, and he- this is the second one that we've had, but
0: we think that the first one learned by being around other dogs. No, it's it's a hormone thing. When the hor- when they become a man, that's yeah. when they that's when they uh, the hormones start to the flip flop, that's when they start raising their leg. Is he fixed? Okay. Yes, we just got him fixed. In uh, March. Okay, guess April. what? You're always going to yeah. have a squatter because if he hadn't started raising his legs by the time you you know for a while ab- before you got him fixed, he yeah. will stay a squatter. Okay, he might you know raise his leg a little bit like if he gets too close to something, but he's so not- we got him fixed too late then. Well, right? well, as far as uh, no, it just depends. You know, what I mean. Um, if you did, if you wanted your dog to raise his leg, you got to wait for the hormones to do the flip-flop. Okay. You know what I mean? And then, uh-huh. uh, have them, you know, raising their leg for a little while before mm-hmm. you get them fixed. All right. Okay. But if okay. you get them fixed where they're still squatters, the hormones haven't dug the flip-flop. And so that they, uh, they will always be squatters. Okay. They wow. will, like I said, he will lift his leg once in a while, but he, mm-hmm. he will not, you know, it's not going to be on a regular basis. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Why well, you didn't, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, no. I didn't know. No, no.
2: Okay. I, I thought... think he's still really immature for and he's 14 years <laughs> old, but I he's still I think he's still very immature. Okay, yeah. And and I think he's got a long ways to go, just the way he acts, you know. Okay, yeah, but, you know,
0: some puppy. Right. Well, some dogs are, you know, uh, mentally, uh, uh, the personality, you know. I mean, they uh-huh. stay kind of kiddish and puppyish a yeah. little bit longer than some others. And just same same with, you know, and other, some of them are, uh, some are very smart and wise before their years, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it just has to do with the personality. My girlfriend's got a Beagle too, Vandor, and, uh, you know, he's just a nutty. He's just a nut. Yeah, he's this one is, too. Yeah. He's a nut. Yeah, and, and he makes you smile no matter with all this little shenanigans, all right? And so that's why, you know, personally, I would rather have a squatting dog than a because in this way here, all your shrubbery and such like that is not going to get wrecked. That's
2: true. <laughs> that's true. You yeah. have a point. Right. And, and so, then I, I didn't think of this until you were just talking. You know, we feed him carrots, but until just now, I didn't realize how much sugar is in there until you just said that. Yeah. Now, as for that, um... You know how when humans eat broccoli and cauliflower... And we can get icky tummy and
0: gas and all that. Yes. Well they get that too. Yes. You you gotta you cannot O D can't give too much broccoli or cauliflower. Broccoli more so than cauliflower okay. will that will make the, and you know you're giving too many when you start, you know, smelling them, all right? Okay. That's okay. why green peas or green beans. Green yes. beans are great. I love green beans. Or mm-hmm. even snap peas. Some dogs love snap peas. He
2: loves any kind of veggie. Yeah, loves- that
0: that's good. Oh. Yep. Just rotate uh uh and any anybody, anybody that plants um, zucchini you got 50 tons of zucchini and wondering what to do with it, give yeah. it to the dog. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: So, so in order to do that, if we come to, you know, if you start smelling for gas. Then give him less or don't give it to him anymore.
0: Correct. You just got kind of to toy with it because every, it's just like humans. Every buddy's system's a little different. And so uh, some can tolerate more broccoli, some less broccoli, and some no okay. broccoli. And so okay. you, you just got to kind of see what his system tells you about it. all right? All
2: righty.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Katie. Have a great afternoon. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Enjoy your nut. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robin with Vandor is just uh, she posted a dog the funniest pictures and you know and and the visas have so much energy. I mean, you know they're a hun- Hungarian pointer. You know, oh, that, you know is what they are, and uh, yeah, they're just it, they're just so funny. And you know they do they can have a will of iron. Yeah, you know too, but they are they just they have a lot of shenanigans and it's, it's just very fun. Shenanigans to are yep, shenanigans. sometimes fun. Oh, lots of fun.
1: Yeah. Okay, who's up next? Okay, we have Stacy on the line, and Stacy has a question about her. Frenchie that um, is all the all of the sudden becoming
0: really protective. All right, see what's going on. Hey, Stacy, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. So, how old is your Frenchie? Um, 15 months,
3: and he's a male.
0: Okay, is he fixed um, yet?
3: He was neutered around 10, 11 months. Okay. And about a month after that, or so, I just noticed. You know, he's. I specifically was very careful in my selection of my breeder. I wanted a very mellow dog, and right. so. Um, and he was that perfectly <laughs> until about a month after he was neutered. And then he is still mellow and very calm 99% of, or 90% of the time. But I've noticed more just when he's in the front yard, um, just a lot of, you know, when they kind of take their paws and they like dig them into the ground if you see somebody walking by or if there's uh-huh. a truck going by or heaven forbid anybody tries to come up to the house now it's barking. And sometimes it's rather aggressive. And if I'm there and calm him down, generally he will calm down. I notice him kind of looking to me a lot, like, is this okay? Is this okay? Uh, And I'm trying to, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like when I completely take charge and pick him up and I greet the person and once he sees that it's okay, if they're coming into the home or coming to the house, he does calm down, but he's really just taking this approach that he needs to protect the house. And he's, he's a little, he's just slightly aggressive. He's not biting, but I feel protective, like I don't know exactly what he's going to do, so I feel like I need to kind of monitor it and be there, and I just, it was such a quick change in personality that Uh I just, I don't know really what it is. If you've been here before and he's met you, it's fine, but if, you know, if you're a delivery person, I've had a lot of workers kind of coming in out of the home the last several months because we're having some work done on the house, really just freaking out and barking and just been really kind of aggressive, and I just don't know what the
0: sudden change is. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. You've got workers coming to the house. Okay. Okay. So the noise that they make, the hammering, the drills and such like that, that unnerves the dogs a lot. And it kind of upsets them. And then plus, okay, who are you? Why are you here? You know, type thing. Uh, And if it's kind of like on a regular, like, you know, a couple days, three days a week or whatever type thing, that's a like when they redid the roof uh, a couple years ago, I took uh, my dogs and, you know, got them out of there. Because you don't realize how how that chink chink chink, or and then even when they put the new uh, ceiling, cedar ceiling or not cedar pine ceiling in my in my kitchen and living room, that yep. thump the you know, what I mean that that it, it, the, that just unnerves the dogs and and send, makes them more nervous, more on edge, okay. is what it does. And so I got sure. a feeling that probably if you look back, kind of coincided with him being like this. He's a little bit more edgy because he's a little bit more, you know, you know, that that that, that, that clamor, you know, the pounding, the zaws, the whole kit and caboodle. That sure. that's it's unnerving to them. Now when okay. some when he's uh, when he's acting like that what you've got to do like like let's say i come over to the house and here he comes flying at me yeah you know, first of all if you know somebody's coming over you're gonna have him on a line so you've got control of the situation yep okay, i so, started that. Yeah, okay so then what you're gonna do though is that you don't yell at him for it you tell him the quiet word you know hey yep. quiet okay and yep. then uh, you're gonna come up to me and who is this who is this let's see who this is you know you're gonna go into the high girly baby talk voice whereas to show him that hey knock your guard off you know what i mean mean this person is fun this is I know this person you know so when he sees that you're okay then he's going to be okay with it okay but I am not to go like let's say you come to me And he's still a little bit apprehensive and we're talking, hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, and then I'm going to be talking happy to him, all right? But I'm not going to go pet him. I want him to get a gauge on who I am, my smell and such like that. And his body language will tell me when I'm ready, when he's ready to pet, be petted by me. You know, when he's like, he might stand up and put his paws on my, you know, leg or something like that. Or when I go to sit down, you can see his back end going 100 miles an hour. Like, okay, hi, will you pet me now? Now, you know, I won't go out. To him, I will drop my hand down like and keep my thumb like on my leg and like wiggle my fingers and if he will come in and, and cuddle in that, then that gives me the right to pet him. All right, but a lot and of people I need
3: to control that situation,
0: right? Because a lot of times, what people want to reach out and that puts the dog on the defense. And see, because he's Got fifteen, it. because he's on uh, fifteen months, you know, that year and a half, they become a little bit more territorial anyway. But if right. he's been going through a lot of, you know, like oh my god, now who's pounding, Who's here now? And that's very unnerving, you know. And so yeah. that's why I try to teach, tell people, you know, with roofing or siding or, or remodeling, if at all possible, you find somebody that you know, take the dog. <laughs> You know, where okay. the, whether it be a neighbor, whether it be a family member or whatever, take the dog and get him out of this craziness. Cause it yeah. really, cause it's disruptive to his territory. You know, yeah. what is going on here? This, this is not supposed to be happening. This is too much craziness. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it unnerves him. And the worst thing you can do is pick him up and like say, okay, listen, you no, know, what you gotta do is he's gotta learn to greet people from his level. Okay, okay that's, then, I've been doing that wrong then. Yep, and so, so I've been yep. feeling like he'll feel safer if I have him up towards no, me. No, because now he's in your arms and now it's like now, okay, it's you and me, kid, against the world. So who the yeah. hell is this? <laughs> okay, would well, you want to get him to understand? Oh, who is this? Let's see. Oh, that's Katie. Hi, Katie. How you doing? And this okay. is, what's your pupper's name? Louis. Oh, I like that name. Louis. Okay. Hey, Louis. Look at this. Hey, Katie, this is Louis. Oh, hi, and I'm going to go. Hey, Louis, what you up to? But I am not going to go and reach out to him or try to pet him. I just want okay. him to get used to my voice and yep. get used to my, um, my smells. Okay. So let's say then we're going to go in the house and we're sitting on the deck or in the kitchen. And you're going to have Louie you know, on a line. And so yep. now Louie can come up to me if he wants to. But if he starts to bark, you just give a little, ah, 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 be nice. You be nice yeah. to Katie. Okay, don't, because a lot. Uh, you never want to nix a, a growl or a bark. Okay, why don't we hold on? I got to run to, we got to run to pay some bills here. <laughs> okay, don't okay. hang up. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay, let's see what trivia, well, not trivia. Okay, let's see. Why did the hamburger go to the gym? We, we went. To, the clam went to the gym. Now why did the hamburger go to the gym? See a theme here? <laughs> Hey, it's kind of ominous out there. we got to check that out. Look out the window here. and I mean, it's looking very dark up there. <laughs> got to check out. Is there a live radar or something like around here that we can look at?
1: <laughs> well, I was pulling up the radar, but then it kind of
0: crashed. Yeah, in. it stopped. Uh-oh. So
1: I oh, was going to reload it. Yeah, because so. it's,
0: it's doing something. You know, what's uh, weird is that um, 10 years ago, May 25th, is when the Hugo got hit. Uh, by the, the tornado when during you know when I was doing my my show oh yeah and it was a 505 when they, when it hit well you know when it actually hit Hugo yeah so that's why when it's just, it gets a little bit ominous it's like oh no oh no okay what did the hamburger why did the hamburger go to the gym Think about it, think about it, think about it. To lose his buns. Oh, close, close. Oh. To, he wanted better buns. Oh, okay. So you were in the bun family, right, that was all right, good. All right, But he wanted better buns. Better buns. Okay, can not to I, lose his buns. buns, he wants the better buns. All right. That's why the Sounds hamburger good. went to the gym. All right. Uh, isn't that fun? Yeah. All right. Okay, we're talking to Stacy. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so we got Stacey. Okay, Stacy, are you still with us? I sure am. Thank you. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you for hanging on there. But anyway, so the, the so the big thing is is that you never want to nix a growl. Okay. Like okay. let's say somebody comes in the door and your dog starts growling at them. That growl tells you that the, the dog is not okay with the situation. But okay. you want to call him on it. Whereas hey hey hey, you be nice, be nice. Oh yes, you can be nice. And then when you can see him kind of shake it off, yay, good job, you're being nice. Okay? okay. And then reward that. You know, you check him on ah ah ah, be nice, eh? Hey. Be nice. Good job. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. You know, because, uh, like I say, if he starts screaming, bad dog, shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, the dog is already stressed because he's growling. And then you're yes. stressing him even more by screaming at him. <laughs> right. Okay. And so, what you got to do is you got to help him be nice and override and see that people are fun and kind and nice. That he doesn't need to go into this overdrive. You know, yeah. who the heck are you? All right. But, like I say, as soon as you see, because you want, like, if, if, let's say somebody's knocking at the door and he's barking at the door. Good, you want him to bark, going to let you know, okay, until you open that door and see who it is, once you see who it is and you're okay with it, now you tell him, okay, I've got it, quiet. You know, that's what dogs do, is they let you know something's, you know, upset or uh, a muck. But some dogs get carried away with their job, and so what you've got to learn to do is you got to teach them, you know, when to be alarmist and when not and such like that, okay? Perfect, but, but that's the, very helpful. And yeah. we
3: do do a good job. We have started, he, he understands the be nice command, and we did kind of just naturally start that unknowingly what we were doing. X. And he does respond. On to that, he'll like if he's nipping or whatever, you know. And as soon as we say that, he does stop. So yeah. I'm just going to transfer that over to this exactly. scenario as well. But the big thing that you got to make
0: sure that you tell your company and everybody do okay. not reach out towards them because that puts them on the defense. It does. And yeah. so what you do is you turn sideways. Like if a dog is looking at me like, are you friend or foe? What yeah. I do is I turn sideways and I put my thumb on my leg towards the dog. Okay. Yeah. And then at eye level, I wiggle my fingers. Okay. OK, so where my, my thumb is on my leg, you know, if it's a, a Great Dane, it's on my hip. <laughs> yep. If a <laughs> Chihuahua is on my ankle. <laughs> OK, and then I am I. So my side profile, remember, a side profile to a dog is a calming signal. OK. OK. So then what I do is I w- keep my thumb there and I wiggle my hand. And let's say the dog is like maybe six inches from my hand. I have right. no right to reach out to him. He has to come into my hand. Okay, for me to give him a little tickle on the chin or the side of the face. And then then if he starts licking me, then I keep I keep my petting to the sides of the face. I do not go up over the top of the head and down the back. That is a dominance move to a dog. All right. So that's I wish why
3: everybody knew that. <laughs> you, well, I
0: try my darndest. I, I tell, I, in my classes, I teach everybody how to greet a dog properly, and I try to right. mention it as much as on, on air because it is so important. We've done so, so, it's so wrong for so long as far as here, let you smell my hand. You know, you right. shove it right to the dog's face, and then you yeah. go up and try to go up over the between the ears and down the head. And that's what gets so many people bit. <laughs> and so that's why what you got to do is use your dog. Dog as uh, you know the tool and teach people how to greet a dog properly, and that's why okay. in my class I tell everybody your dog is now going to be the, the the bait as far as teaching people how to greet dogs properly, so that we can lessen the chance of people getting bit. But right. it's just like if a dog comes racing at you, like Arr! they're going to rip you apart. Turn sideways immediately. Okay? Okay. And then you you spin with the dog and keep it sideways. And don't glance over your, you know, but don't look at the dog's eyes. You know, glance, but don't look. And then you just kind of work your way to where you need to to go. (laughs) Right. But anyway, but a side profile. And then also never let the dog get around to your backside. The dog gets around behind you 10 to 1. They'll bite you in the butt or the leg or the hand. And so that's why you keep that side profile to the dog. So you're telling them, I mean you no harm while you're trying to figure out, do I need to get into the house or, you know, whatever, and it, it, it'll work. It'll work. There's very, uh, t- there are very few, truly what we would call dominant dogs that will come directly at you and take you out. Most right. of them, what they try to do is circle around behind and bite you from the back because they don't okay. have the balls to bite you from the front. Right. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So teach everybody, go forth and teach people how to properly greet your dog. And then like I say, just keep your high, happy pitch voice. So, you know, you, you your, um, he, Louis doesn't feel that you're worried because he can pick up, remember all emotions have a smell and if you're worried he's going to pick up on that like okay why are you worried that I better be worried so let's be worried together.
3: <laughs> Perfect that's true because now I'm starting to get concerned right. and I, I think that he probably senses that. Uh, he, so. he
0: does because all emotions have a smell and they by living with us they learn those and so now what he's thinking and then you're doubling it because he can smell it. From you and so now we got a little crap fest going on so we just got to yes. work together and it will come together okay well thank you that was very helpful yay have a great day you too bye-bye, bye-bye. okay did you get to radar because it's looking very very dark up there. i did and and now it says that
1: there's like a flash flood warning oh, or something great. Um,
0: let me just pull it up again. Okay. It says interactive radar. Interactive. Hey, wait, yes. uh, you can call because we have open lines 651 641 1071. All right. 651 641 1071. Okay. Yes. What what are we doing so now? So it
1: says um, like a flash flood watch for uh, Anoka, Chisago, Dakota, Goodhue, Hennepin, Isanti. it be,
0: be Washington too then. This is South Washington. Yeah.
1: Washington has one, Wright County.
0: Yep. So, yeah, see, it's all happening north then. It's and then there's a tornado watch. Yeah, that day when I left the house, it was out till nine tonight. So, I don't know.
1: Yep, until nine tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's see here. Oh, somebody's calling in. Oh, we got two. Yeah. Grab the phone. I'll talk. Okay. Ready to go. <laughs> there you go. I'll talk. Okay. Back on, you're looking for a dog that you want to pick out a dog. Now, when, they, when, when you're going to rescue groups and they say the dog is potty trained, nine times out of 10, they are. But anytime you move a dog, even if you, you are a dog, you're, you know, you have a dog and then now you sold the house and you move into a new territory. You have to kind of retrain them to what that area, what is potty at that particular house. Now that territory. So anytime when they say the dog is potty trained, you have to re, Iterate potty training. What it's called? What you call it? And then where it goes. All right. So you have to work with the dogs on that. But the biggest thing is that I want uh, the, when you're as you're looking for a dog, don't go by looks. Go by personality. Okay. Um. A, a friend of mine, they lost uh, their dog, and she's out looking. And I found a dog at the pet palooza. Y- yeah, yesterday, that was at the uh, state fairgrounds, by the way, which was fun. Pet palooza. Anyway, and uh, this dog is just—he's like an old soul. He's very calm. He's uh I say a shepherd, you know, labby you know, type mix, and uh just four or five months old, I think. And he's just so easygoing and so laid back, and people are just like, oh, but maybe something's wrong with him, or maybe he's not silly like a puppy. You know, but he this very steadfast, and this dog would be perfect for this family. Uh but the thing is is that um you never talk yourself into a dog, and then but the big thing is is that know your family, okay, your dynamics of your family. And so then, is this all going to be a good fit? And this particular dog would be an also fit for this family? But anyway, I'm not going to mention any names, but. So uh, you, when you're picking out a dog, don't let a, a, a good story or a, a face win you over because this is feasible. You're going to have this dog. If the dog is a year old, you might have it for another 14 years. Is this a dog that's going to blend well into your family through the now? Well, let's say you you get the dog and your child is 10, and then by the time the dog will leave, the dog the child will be 24. You know, so that's what people forget to add in life when they go out and adopt and rescue uh, people that go and get uh, rescue dogs that from puppy mills i Folks, most of the true puppy mill dogs have no idea what humans are worth. All they know is that they've, how they've been, you know, you fed them and such like that. And they don't know how to play. They don't know how to interact with humans. And so everybody thinks if I love them and hug them for two weeks, that'll make them all better. No, it took me two years, two years with Ethel to get her to, you know, come out of her box, want to, you know, not be worried about me when she got scared, she'd come to me instead of run from me. And that if she even the ankle tried to to play. And usually the only way to get those type of dogs to play is if you have another dog that likes to play, and then they will mirror that dog, and then things go, you know, better. So, it, it's crazy. Okay, we got to run? Oh, yes. you go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Okay, so well, let's see. What are we doing here? Okay, how are flowers like the uh, letter A? How are flowers like the letter A? All right, then. We're going to race right through so we can get to some of the callers here, all right? First, how are flowers like the letter A? This one's a little tough one. I have no idea. Ready? Probably not. And bees come after them.
1: Oh, that is very clever. Okay. That, that a, is a good one. Yep, I like bees that. Bees
0: come after them. Okay, so, then. There you go.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's hit the phone line. Okay, sounds good. We have Sheila on the line, and Sheila has a question about
0: her dog that is barking. All right, barky, barky, barky. Hi, yeah. Sheila. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So what's going on? I have a
3: black lab. He's six months old, and he barks all the time. in I bring him inside, I bring him outside. How do I stop it?:
0: Okay, so what is he barking at?:
3: Um, sometimes he like he wants to be outside, but then when you put him on a leash to hang outside, then he just wants to come back in again.
0: All right, so he's barking for your attention so he can get something from you. Correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Outside barking, there's be- very little you can do about it other than a bark collar. Okay? Not one that you hold, one that, you know, you put on him and then you set to what you want. And some of them have a, a, a set, you know, like a bell that are a ding that will go off. And if he barks again, then he'll get a, like a vibrator. And if he barks again, uh-huh. then he'll get a zing all right so anyway I okay. mean uh, some of them just go from the you know the ding to the zip so anyway, but that's the only thing but what it tells me what you're talking about is that he's barking to get what he wants from you so if he's in the house and he barks to go outside you know I got I get a lot of people that ask me I want the dog to tell me when he has to go potty no you don't because then he's going to start using his voice for other things and it's going to drive you nuts. And so that's why if he tries to bark to go outside, you tell him quiet or enough or not just no. Almost everybody goes, no, no, no. And pretty soon the dog is no to death and nothing's getting resolved. So you have to have a quiet word. So what is it going to be? It could be no. I mean, it could be quiet. It could be enough. It could be be shut the heck up, whatever you decide. So you deepen your voice, you slow it down, and you give him a side profile and go, ah, quiet. And then go to another room. Okay, count to 10, come back out. Okay, now you can say, let's go, because you were thinking he had to go potty. So now you're going to hook him on a leash or however your potty thing goes. Now you're going to take him out to go potty. Don't ask him if he has to go potty. Just, you know, say, okay, I'm you're, you're going potty. He cannot, anytime he asks for something by barking at you, he gets nothing. He gets the quiet word or you leave. You do not, even if you know what he's, oh, I want it, you want a treat. Anytime a dog barks at, somebody that the people start asking their dog questions. Do you got to go outside? Do you want a treat? You want to go for a walk? You want to go for a car ride? It's like wrong. That kid, that, that four legged kid better not be asking me for nothing. And you know what I mean? He should be content to wait to see what's coming. All right. And so that's why, like I say, you do not want your dog to bark for anything. Cause that will, it'll start driving you totally insane. And then before you know it, they're using it for everything. And now you got yourself a bark a lot. <laughs> Okay, does that make any sense to you?
3: Yep, that makes sense. Okay. Can I ask you another question sure. about a jumping dog?
0: Okay, jumping? Yep. Okay.
3: He jumps up on everybody and everything, and I've tried to reward him with treats.
0: No. And
3: like, try, try for when he goes down.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. no. We no. say what it is, what you got to do, there's got to be a consequence for something. And so the thing is, is that if you got people coming over before you answer that, open that door, you have your dog on a tri- prop, the right training collar that he'll listen to, and you have him on a six foot leash. And you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. The dog, people are to walk past you, not into you. And if he jumps forward to, you know, like, hi, you correct backwards, wrong, sit. You want the dog to sit there and watch everybody that come in and nobody is to look at the dog touch. dog. They are just to walk right on by. All right. And so then let's say you're going to sit on the deck. So you go and sit on the deck. You have the dog on a leash. And one thing that you're going to practice with this dog, if you got a minute or five minutes or 10 minutes or a half hour, it's called, I call it the invisible dog. And what you do is you take the bulk of the leash and put it on the chair that you're sitting on and sit on the bulk of the leash and only give your dog enough leash that if he lays down, the collar stays loose, okay? Now, you're sitting on the loo- leash, cross your arms in front of you, just kind of, you know, sit back, do not establish eye contact with the dog, do not look at him, and what you're going to do is just kind of look, at, maybe you're talking on the phone, maybe you're reading a book, maybe you're having a cup of coffee, okay, now, if the dog sits and starts barking at you, turn your head sideways, and there's, ah, ah, wrong, ah, wrong. But side profile, remember, it's a calming signal, all right? If he tries to put his paws on you and come up the front of you, your arms are crossed in front of you. You lean forward, head to the side, remember, side profile. Lean in and bump the dog with your forearms and go wrong or ah, but don't look at the dog. And then what your goal here is, is the dog has to learn to calm himself down. And lay down and just learn to hang out and not bark at you, not bug you or anything. He just can do absolutely nothing. The hardest thing for both humans and dogs to do is to do nothing. Usually when we have a high-energy dog, people want to run him and run him and run him and run them to tucker him out. All that does is build an athlete. What used to take a half hour to tucker him, now it's an hour, now it's two hours. Pretty soon they're running marathons without breaking wind. Which oh, The hardest thing for both humans and dogs is to do nothing. So what you want us to do is start working on zero, doing nothing. So that when people come over, you got control of the situation. Nobody looks at the dog. We go and sit on the porch or whatever. I sit on my leash. I ignore the dog. Once the dog finally lays down and go, well, isn't this a buttload of fun? Then what you do, you get off the leash, maybe about a couple minutes afterwards. Don't say anything to the dog. Let him figure out that he's free, that he can go say hi to people. But if he starts jumping at people, you pick up the leash. Wrong. And then you come back. Either sit back on the leash or you can go to each individual person. Have the dog sit and then the person can pet him. But if the dog tries to go out at him, wrong. And you got to have the right training collar. For most labs, I either use, um, how many pounds is this dog?
3: Uh, probably about 25.
0: 25 pounds, okay. You can either try a star mark collar, S T A R M A R K. Uh, you You get the large one, it pokes the dog, okay, or the pinch collar, which pinches the dog, okay, and that's the one that looks like a torture device out of the 1800s, but now I fit my pinch collars different than all the trainers. Trainers fit them very snug and up behind the back of the ears, and I do not believe in that. Any collar that the dog has on, when the dog is listening and paying attention, there should be no collar pressure whatsoever. So I fit the star mark collar and the pinch collar so it slides over their head and slides off. And you gotta put your hands at the top of the collar so as you slide it on, if the dog turns his eyes, head, you don't poke their eyes with the the, either the triangles or the you know the, the tines, okay? But those are the two kind of collars that will work great for that kind of personality. And you just got to remember, you give it a pop and then release it. You pop and then release. Don't pull. It's a snap. It's a jerk. A pop. At the same time you say, you know, off or, you know, sit or whatever word. I would strongly suggest, you know, an obedience class just to get you organized and get the dog organized. So. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, dogs too often, you know, people teach them to bark. What do you want? They answer it in question. No, don't ask them. Just say, hey, wrong, Quiet. And then, then you think in your head, okay. When's the last time I took him out to go potty? Oh, I'm gonna take him out to go potty. Or is it time to is it dinner time? Let's see. Uh, nope, not dinner time for another hour. You know what I mean? So the thing is, you run that all through your head. But don't be asking a dog and then rubbing revving them up and getting them all excited and getting them to be goofy. Okay, okay. Next.
1: Okay, we have Lynn on the line, and Lynn has a question about a sleep habit that. I believe changed in her dog. Alrighty
0: then. <laughs> Hi, Lynn. How you doing? Hi,
4: Katie. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good. So, what's going on? Good. Well, I have talked to you before, and you always give me good advice. Yay! Um, <laughs> my dog Lucy is ten. Okay. And um, just in the last six months, um, her sleep habits have changed in that she will wake up in the middle of the night um, and just like. Um. either ask to go out or just you can't even tell what she wants but her eyes are kind of wild almost like she woke up out of a dream okay. but doesn't know what to do right. and sometimes it's because i worked late and she's bored and she didn't get enough you know of whatever she needed throughout the day but a lot of times it'll just happen and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it mm-hmm. and um i'll i'll I, I've been listening to you kind of going, well, how many questions do you ask your dog? You know, and I will I will be like, well, what? I mean, I'm looking at her like, what do you want from me? You know, yeah. it's the middle of the night, and she stares at me, but she won't go back to sleep. Okay, um, what kind of dog is she? She's a Shih Tzu. A Shih Tzu, okay.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, Now, have yeah. you had, and you said this is the last six months? Yeah, about that. And then, um, uh, how, how many times in a week does she do this? Is this every night, or?
4: Uh, Nope. It might be twice a week. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Um, and I just can't can't figure out what she wants or if there is indeed like an anxiety behavior change. Right. Um, I have started, I know if it's stormy, I have started using that rescue remedy that you guys have recommended mm-hmm. and put some drops during, earlier in the day okay. in her water. And that seems to help her she right. still gets really anxious and and just shakes like crazy you know and yeah. and needs you know almost you know and anyway but we got that one worked out but it's the uh, i can't figure out what she's what she needs in the middle of the night okay. or what, if she is, do dogs dream? I mean, oh, like, gosh, yeah. Be, you bet. I mean, have
0: you it, remember seeing those legs go 100 miles an hour? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. They dream. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh, when a dog goes out of character, like a nice dog starts to become a gnarly or, you know, like the sleep patterns change. The first thing that I want to do is have a base as far as the blood work, okay, to make sure that the, everything is going, uh, is okay on the inside. Okay. I want to have the dog checked out to make sure there is in something medical, you okay. know, that's, that's, that is triggering this. So once I can rule that out, then yeah. I know it's behavioral and we can go from there, all right? She is a therapy dog, and so I do take her in. You
4: know, I, Yeah, I use her in a, in my work, and I take her in, you know, r- routinely mm-hmm. to get her checks, you know, so I know that, you know, the last um, check that she had, everything came back fine.
0: Okay, but now mm-hmm. how long ago was it? Was that a year ago? No, that was just... Um, um, probably like in the last four. I mean, it's been less than six months. Okay. So then, but now uh-huh. you, so you had a blood profile down to see how the kidneys and liver and all that kind of stuff is running. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good, good, yep. good. Okay. Did yeah, you,
4: Because have- she she's had previous bladder stones and that oh, okay. was a problem, okay. but so we keep chatting. Now, is she on any meds? No. Okay.
0: Mm-mm. What food are you feeding? I feed,
4: um, Nutris, uh, Nutrisource. Was it oh, Nutra? Good.
0: Nutrisource? Made in uh, um, Perum, Minnesota?
4: Yeah, chicken and wild rice I think it is. Doesn't okay. the grain free one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is that do you yeah.
4: rotate it at all? I haven't okay. um rotated it. I do sometimes use I, I guess I haven't because I um she likes the chicken one pretty well, and so I haven't. Do you
0: think right. that that? Oh well, see the, the the thing is, yeah, there's a lot here. Can you hold yes. on a sec? We got to run yes. and come back, okay? Yes. Okay. Right. Here's the trick. Here's the or the question. Uh, why do dogs have great attitudes? Why do dogs have great attitude? All right back and winding things down for yet another day at the radio say i'm here every sunday four to six we have been doing it for 15 years oh this is the 15th year or the 16th year i can't remember which which it is uh, June june this year if it was the 15th year or the 16th year i think you said it was the 15th yeah i can't remember but anyway, and then just you know, folks, when you call in and you don't get to your call, you know, always give me a holler up at Katie's Canine Obedience School up in Hugo. Go to my website, letter K, letter T, letter K, number nine dot com, or go through my talk 1071com Go to my show page, and you can email me questions there. And I do do uh, consults. You know, for thirty five dollars, you pay PayPal, and I, I I will answer your questions. Okay, so you can pass that around all the way around the whole wide world. If they want to, you know, give me an e- send me an email. paypal through my website and then i'll be happy to call them or they can call me or whatever so i do consult so anyway why do dogs have great attitude uh i got nothing they like to stay positive
1: oh okay okay all right i get you i get you on that okay okay
0: I'm there following. You go. That's the last one for this week. So. Very fun. All right, and this week, you know, I'm going to, on a tour to Wapiti Labs. Oh, you are? Is oh, that that's this week? This week, Oh, yeah, very is, fun. Is going to to their, their uh, uh, elk farm in Sturgeon, Minnesota. Sturgeon, okay. Sturgeon, Minnesota. So I'm going up there. I think it's Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm all excited about that. That's okay. gonna be fun. You bet. Okay, let's go back to Lynn. Okay, oh, we're ringing. Who are we ringing? Okay, uh, Lynn. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's here now, Lynn. Lynn, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Right. There we go. I'm here. There we yeah. go. Okay. Now, the, the the thing is too is that um, sometimes uh, uh, with the with the f- the food may play a part in it. And, and see, remember, dogs are are sca- we're put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything, and 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 have a rock gut stomach. Okay, they can eat ten day old roadkill that's been sitting in the sun on a hundred degree day and never get sick. But unfortunately, lucky them, us humans bring them in uh, them into our homes and we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day all right <laughs> and so the thing is is that then what happens is that then they that's how you get allergies and i'll get all this and when people say well i can't change my dog's diet because then he gets the runs that screams that dog system is upside down and sideways because a dog should have a rock gut where they can eat anything and everything and nothing goes you know goes away uh, goes bad so the thing okay. is, is that sometimes too, by changing the diet, you know, on, on your dogs that, that, you know, just like uh, some people, if they don't eat like the right amount of fats before they go, or, you know, during the day, they, they wake up at two o'clock or at midnight or whatever, and they're starving. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh man. And that's what could be happening, you know, to you or to the, not you, but to the pupper too. <laughs> and so I, but I would strongly recommend that you start rotating her diet. Nutrisource have got so many, um, uh, formulas to rotate with i would stay off a of chicken for at least a year and i would you know try their um now you do it a grain free did you say yes okay yes. so then with the source, you know man minnesota um, i would try uh their prairie select okay. okay 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 or then they got highland select okay um uh they also have like lamb uh a grain free lamb and so, and when you want at least two or three formulas to rotate through. And okay. what you got to do is you got to, because your dog has been on one thing for so long, you're going to go like a quarter of the new food to three quarters of the old food for like about four days. Okay. And then a 50 50 for uh, four or five days. And then, you know, and rotate it in. All right. Then feed that out for a little bit. And then now you, if you want to try a different one. Now the dog's doo doo will tell you if you're going too fast. If her doo doos get a little sloppy. Then you're rotating too fast. Okay. So then back up with the, give her more of the old food and less of the new food. Because every dog's stomach is different, how they transition into a a new food. And then like some probiotics and digestive enzyme you might, might be in, in, in uh, call for here. Because like I said, that could be what's waking her up. You know, her tummy is rumbling or something's just not right. Okay. Um, other than just diet, There are some dogs as they get older they get like um, well for the last better word and they get senile senile a little bit. And you know, where yeah. that they uh kind of yeah, just like humans as we get older sometimes you don't sleep as hard or as deep anymore. And well, I so- wondered
4: about that. If yeah. or, you know, she she just turned 10 in here in May yeah. and um the anxiety almost like cause she sometimes when she wakes up her eyes are almost kind of wild. Okay. Like she doesn't know
0: why she's awake. Okay. What? yeah, she could, and, It could be, uh, she could have a dog doggy nightmare <laughs> is what okay. could happen. So there is something that I tried and you might want to try this too. It's from true leaf. Okay. It's from the company's name is true leaf. Okay. Are and then yeah. L E A F true okay. leaf. Okay, okay. And they have a, uh, uh what do you want to call it? A chew is called true calming. It's true hemp calming recipe. True hemp uh, calming recipe or nuggets. Okay. And what it is, is just a treat. And for your size dog, you just give them one, a, you know, one a day. You okay. might want to try that. Cause I've been trying that with my Gilligan because we've got some idiots around us that are like doing target shooting and it kind of unnerves them. Well, and, but, and by, you know, well, fireworks are coming up too. Oh, so. I know what I know. Don't even get me going on that one. But anyway, <laughs> so, so and now you, this has been working pretty good for Gilligan. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe we can get to the 4th of July that he's not going to be such a right He's come a long way, but you know, he won't be such a How often would you give that? Just once a day. It's just once a day. And so, okay. but try even true if they're leaf. Not,
4: like if she's not seeming anxious before night, give it to her
0: proactively. But you might want to try it. Just see okay. that you okay. roll because it's not going to hurt her. Okay. Okay. And so you yep. roll with it. You only want one a day, and then, like I say, if you want to get it a daily, or if you want to do it every other day, or a couple times a week, or when you see seems now. The thing is, is that like, like now I knew thunderstorms going to be might be rolling through. You know, when I came yep. here today, so I put I gave Gilligan one of the one of these uh, calming true hemp things. You know, twos. Okay. Yeah. And you know, so I and I don't wait for the storm to hit. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want it. You want to take the edge off prior to. All right. It,
4: it s- does seem like that that anxiety seems to be maybe a part of it. So that I wanted to know if it was okay to do that. If you weren't, I didn't like with the rescue remedy putting that in her water. That yep. seems to have been helpful, but yep. I didn't want to do it too often. No, you'll you know? be no, you'll be
0: fine. And ha- hemp okay. is the latest thing now okay Okay. and so many there's a lot to learn about it i'm just um starting my learning on it and 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 like i said my girlfriend uh, diane who owns four perfect pets in north st paul uh she said here try these and so i am and and by jiminy i definitely see a difference with gilligan and so uh and she's learning a whole bunch and she's getting the good stuff in and such like that so because there's just like like any product there's good and bad you know, yeah. there's the ones that just jump on the bandwagon, and there are ones that truly have the the science of it yes. properly put together. And so, right now, she said that this True Leaf is supposed to really be a, a good okay. company. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, keep me posted, kiddo. We'll do. Thanks so much. Have a great one. You too. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Yeah, the, like I said, the, the hemp world is entering the dog world. See, what is it? CBC? C, is it CDC? CDC? Is it? I'm not sure. See, what like said, what are you talking about? That, uh, for, uh, you know, things that are with hemp oh, and stuff like yeah, that. I that think it, yeah, I think it is, it is the CDC. CDC. Yeah. yeah, And so, like I said, I, I'm just learning about it too. And so, but like I said, Diane told me this stuff and I tried it and I was really happy with it. So, you know, it just takes, it takes that edge off. It's got other stuff in there, calming and stuff like that. And it's like, why not? He, you know, he loves the treat.
1: Well, I was going to say, so, I think people have to be more open to like trying new things because yeah. it seems that we we have a lot of people that are like, Oh, but they like this. They like this so much. And yeah. it's like, well, okay, that's great that you found that, but yeah. they could like this other supplement or whatever too. Right,
0: right. And that's the thing. See, I change my supplements. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. use the same fish oil all the time. I don't use the same probiotic, even though I've, I've got my handful that I like and yeah. I rotate between them. And that's what people have got to learn to do, rotate the food, balance variety over time, and time is one week. Okay, that you you know, you know, don't get, uh, we as humans don't get everything we need in this, that, that day, okay? Well, I remember, I'm going to be on Twin Cities Live uh uh, June 21st, anytime between 3 and 4. That's Channel 5. Uh, you have a great week. It was great to see your friendly face, Carly. And it was great to hear from all you guys. You guys make it a great week, and we'll see you back next week. Dr. Levy will be here.